everybody, and welcome to the Makers of Minnesota podcast, where we talk to cool people doing cool things. I'm here with Mike Sherman, and he is the founder and maker of 14 Spice Company. And Mike, you used to call it like Uncle Filthy's or something funny, right? It used to be Uncle Phil's 14 Spice, yes. I love it. I love it. Now, Mike is a burger battle champion. He has won the burger battle, I think, three times. He's a yep, chef. Three, three years in a row. Yeah. Oh, in a row even. Wow, that's impressive. He is he is a chef. He is somebody that obviously knows way around a burger and spice. Uh, also, you do some teaching. You do a lot of things in the food space, and we've never like spent much time together, so it's fun to meet you. You as well. Uh, what are you currently doing right now? Because you are working in a restaurant, right? So I own a restaurant called 328 Grill. Okay. It's a little bit of a unique situation. So I lease the kitchen from American Legion Post 98 in St. Paul Park. So I take care of the, the kitchen and the food. They take care of the front of the house staffing and the hospitality side of it. Gosh, I wish that was over by my house. Yeah, well, honestly, we, we hear that a lot. There's a lot of American Legions and VFWs that are that are really struggling with their food program that really yep. need help. So um, I, it's a very unique situation, but it's a, it's so beneficial for both of us. Yeah. Yeah. And you, what is on your menu? Is it primarily burgers and kind of VF dub fare? Yeah, it's, I would call it bar food. I mean, we do a oh. lot of burgers, wings, fried chicken sandwiches, stuff like that. Very, very approachable food that we, we just try to do with, with good fresh ingredients. We, we make everything except for our French dressing in house. Uh, well, and we don't cut our fries. Our, our fries are, yep. are bought through somebody, but I like my fries a certain way. And that's why we do it that way. And so talk about how did you get into the business or learn your way around a spice cabinet, as it were? Well, I, I got into the kitchen just by chance. My my mom was a was a, a restaurant worker for probably 30 years, maybe longer. Um, my first job happened to be at this little hole in the wall truck stop in, in Baldwin, Wisconsin. And it was it, I didn't want to be a cook. I just needed a job. And they it was it was a job. Right. Um, and I've been doing it for 28 years now. I love it. So when you think about opening a restaurant, like there is a ton of hard costs. There's a ton of upfront to build out the kitchen. So this VFW situation seems like a natural. I feel like you should expand if you can. Well, one, yeah, it, it is very nice because the the upfront cost and the overall overhead is much lower than it would be if we had a, a, a full functioning restaurant. It's yep. it's much easier for me and it gives me the opportunity to be able to do things like give insurance to my employees because oh. our overhead is lower. So, um, and I mean, I, I would love to expand. We, we actually, we opened a second location in December of 21 uh, at the VFW in Uptown, we only lasted about five months and then we had to close because it just wasn't doing it for us. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I know that that happens. I love that you give insurance to your employees. People underestimate what a value that is as an employer. And my personal feeling is, is it's not really the employer's job to provide that, but that's the system we have. And I am so grateful that employers do. One kind of my my whole philosophy going into opening 328 is, if I'm going to do this, I want to do all the things that I always wanted done for me. Yeah, that's great. And insurance awesome. is definitely at the top of that list. Yeah. Anything else on that list? Uh, but currently, no, but we we do have in the works that we're, we're looking into what 401k would do. We're also looking yep. into what we could do for 
um, for insurance for full-time employees as well, or not insurance, sorry, um, paid vacation for full-time employees. So we're, oh, we're always it. looking to try to get back a little bit more. How did you come up with the idea for 14 Spice and how did that come around? Well, I was working at a restaurant, well, I want to say it was 2009. And it was, it, they did a lot of apps and they did a lot of pizza. They didn't have any burgers or anything. Uh-huh. And so I was trying to do something more. I was trying to add some more flavor to things like roast beef that we're making, we were making in house and things like that. Um, and I just kind of started throwing stuff together. And the way I did it originally, I had used Lowry season salt as my base and kind of added into that. And over the next, from 2009 to 2017, it kind of slowly grew and changed in 2010, I opened my own place. I used to lease the kitchen at the 1029 bar in mm -hmm. Northeast Minneapolis. Um, so when I was there, 10 or 14 Spice kind of started to evolve there as we were doing burgers and, and using it as a dry rub on wings and things like that. And it's just kind of evolved as I've kind of learned more as I grew. What would you say is the flavor profile? Because I love it and I really love to use it on wings and chicken. So our original, what I say is it's it's sweet and savory with a little bit of spice. Yeah, and I would it's, say it's not uh, too hot. Correct. It's and most of the heat that's in it is coming like if you happen to get a red pepper flake and that hits your tongue, you're gonna get a little a little bite of heat from that. But generally speaking, I I don't want it to be overly spicy. I want it to be very approachable for everybody. Um, and kind of my mentality with all of the spice blends that we do is I want there to be a good amount of salt. I want there to be some sweet. I want there to be at least at some level of heat. That's kind of like my trademark. I love it. And I, when I use it on um, wings, what I like about it is I can do a dry rub ring, wing, but then I can also like dip it in a buffalo sauce or something. And you really can get a little spicier version if you want, but you still have that good saltiness that dries out the wing skin, which is super important when cooking wings. Agreed. So like at 328, we, we season all of our wings with 14 spice before we cook them. And so you get, even if, even if you get plain wings, you get a little flavor on the outside. You're cooking a little something into the wing to give the wing itself a little more flavor. I love it. Are there other uh, spice folks that inspired you or you just decided, hey, I got a bottle of this? Um, so honestly, I had been making it for quite a few years and using it in restaurants that I worked at. And one year for Christmas, I decided I was going to go to Bed Bath Beyond and buy a bunch of little glass yeah. spice bottles. And I, and I filled them. My, my wife, who is incredible at design, um, made us a, a, a cute little... Um, label to put on them. Sure. I gave them away to family and, and my coworkers and, um, and people like that. And everybody had such positive feedback. Um, so we did, we decided, well, let's, let's figure out a way to, to do this. Let's move forward and, and make it a business and not just a hobby. I love it. All right. Uh, where can you find it to buy it? Well, the, the place we sell the most is through our website. It's 14 spice.com. Okay. Um, you can also buy it through um, Facebook. We'll bring you a link to that too if you're part of our Facebook. There's a handful of local, um, we try to say in a lot of mom and pop shops. So like Tim sure. and Tom's Speedy Market, um, Mike's Butcher Shop, um, Buchanan's Market down in Red Wing. So there's a, there's a lot of smaller shops. We just got into um, uh, Butcher's Deli in, where are they, Victoria? Uh-huh. So we, we try to stick to a lot of the smaller mom and pop shops. Um, bonus if they got a butcher shop. That's kind of what we try to stick to. 
Right, right, right. Um, are there other restaurant tours that you are like networked with that you want to shout out or people that you think are really doing it great? And tell me about your burger wins. Like, why are you such a supreme champion? Uh, well, first and foremost, people to shout out would probably be um, Brian and Nikki over at the Salsa Collaborative, who I think that you know. I do. Um, yep. They're they're absolutely amazing that we've become very good friends over the last few years. Um, they're such nice people. Well, they are, they are, they're just, they're, they're incredibly genuine and they just like, they care so much about what they do and like, and the community. And that's a big thing for me is I, I, I want to associate with people who are part of our community, whether it's our community as a whole or our restaurant community or our food community, or whatever it is. I want to, I want to be around people who have the same mentality, who want to give back and who want to um, try to help support everybody else. Right. Right. I love it. Really love it. You guys, it's fun to see you guys all together. You support each other on social media too, and people can follow you on social too, right? Absolutely. Um, are you going to compete in burger battle this year? And what's your social media handle? Uh, I am not competing this year. I, last year was the first year of my annual burger battle that I didn't compete in. Um, honestly, trying to host and plan a burger and compete just gets to be, it got to be way too much. And, and fortunately for my, for my wife being such a rock star to take it on. Um, but it was, it's too much for me to, to put on to her to do by herself. Yeah. Um, so it was actually really nice last year taking a step back and, and being and being the host and just kind of being there and being able to talk to people and to be able to hang out and, and enjoy the event as much as I can. When will the event be this year? Uh, this year, it is July 30th. Um, okay. it, is a pri it is a private event because uh, we host it at our home. Yep. Um, but we do between 100 and 150 people every year. Um, this year, we're going to have six different teams of two competing. And if people want to know about it, can they follow you on Facebook? They can. They can follow either me, uh, Mike German, on Facebook. That's Mike without an E for all you people who think that it's Mike. It really is Mike. I just, <laughs> um, I, I think I'm special. Like, apparently, there's there's a lot of Mikes in the world, so I want to set myself apart a little. Um, or you can you can follow 14 Spice, or you can follow 328 Grill, um, and you'll see updates on all sorts of stuff that we're doing on, on all of those. Okay. And with 14 Spice, do you anticipate any product extensions down the road or are you feeling good that you're sitting right where you're at? Uh, I, I like the fact that we have the we have the three spices that we have, our original, our Cajun and our Rib Rub. And we also have our collaboration, Hot Honey, um, with Brian and Nikki from the Salsa Collaborative. Yeah, it's good um, hot honey too. There's always ideas for doing more. Like we, we really want to do a, a salt-free version of our original. Oh, that would uh, be just, very interesting. We just haven't gotten to that yet. Um, there's a, I have a fish seasoning already done that we use. So we do a fish fry, a 328 grill. Along with our fish fry, we also do baked fish. So we, we have a, a fish seasoning that I developed to do that, which I would really like to do at some point. Um, so there's, there's always opportunity to, to do more. It's just, when do I find time to try to, to yeah, do for sure, for sure. Yeah. Well, Mike, I'm glad to have had you on the program. I've been a fan of the spice for a while. I've used it on the Jason show a couple times. And whenever I use it or show it, I always get people that email me after like, what was that spice that you put on? So I'm well, a we big appreciate fan. the support. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for being on the Makers of Minnesota podcast. Thank you. All right. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.